Hello and welcome back to Where Are All My Friends. This week's episode is with Nathan James, who is an extremely successful photographer and a musical artist. And it's not too often that you hear that combo together. And that's exactly why I wanted to have him on the podcast. And that's exactly what we talked about. I was so curious to hear how he's done such an amazing job growing in one industry. And then how he's done such an amazing job building and branding and growing as an artist. So we talked all about that. And I thought it would be a really fun discussion because I think a lot of the listeners that listen to this podcast have multiple creative facets and are probably interested in being able to do more than just one thing. So what better person to talk to than someone like himself? It was such a rad episode. He shared so much and has such a cool story. So let's get into it. Enjoy. Where are all my friends? Nathan James. I'm hype on this one, dude. Right before we started, I was saying like, this is my favorite part of the internet. Like we didn't know each other. Like, yeah. And that's the thing that I think is so magical about this. Like, thank you for taking a chance and thank you for being down to come onto the show. 1000%. Thanks for having me. It's an honor. And I, like, just to explain quickly, like what I saw in you where I was like, I would love to talk to you yeah. is I see this page. My friend sends me your page. He's like, yo, this guy's work is sick. And I was like, cool. Like pretty open-ended, right? Like yeah, yeah. a lot of creatives have cool work. So I yeah, look yeah. and it was kind of on me to like figure out what you did. So pretty quickly, I'm like, okay, cool. Like he's definitely a photographer. But then I was like, you're also an artist. You're a musician. Yes, and I was like, okay, <laughs> cool. And you passed that like quick, like I know exactly what you do off first impression test. I, I love that you you read that because I always struggle with being a photographer and art and music artist. Like I want people to be able to get both. Like yes. if you don't know anything and someone sends you my page, like you're like, okay, I just dissected it. I, I get it. Yes. So that, I, that's good. Dude, I'm an A plus on that. <laughs> yes. And I think that that's so important. Like I audit myself on that and I'm like, I really think that that's something that you have to be so good at doing in this day and age because it's not even, it's no offense to anybody. It's no offense to anybody looking at your profile. It's just people don't have time. Yeah, like yeah. you have to make it so simple. So the fact that you are two things, but it communicated quickly. I was like, all right, one, I'm impressed. <laughs> but then two, as a photographer, I was like, your work is fucking great. Oh, yeah, and then you. as an artist, I was like, your work is fucking great. Fuck yeah. That's a lot of what I want to talk about in this podcast is I don't see many people doing that well yeah. at the level that you're doing it, certainly. Oh, yeah. And I'm very intrigued as to how that all came to be and how you kind of like, I want to hear, I think it was photography first. Yeah. What's really unique is that I was like, okay, I don't see this very often where you see someone at a very high level of professionalism in yeah. two creative like genres. Yeah. Know? And mine is photography and music, right? However, that's a little bit of an unfair standard because who's to say that every photographer doesn't have another creative outlet or anything like that? Like, yeah. So I know there's tons of people like that, but yeah. the way you did it. So sorry, continue. Yeah, no, exactly. So my whole thing was like, I, I've never was like, hey, I want to do music myself, you know? Mm. And until I did this art gallery. It was a uh, photography art gallery, fine art photography. And it was called Nightmares, right? And so there were these six images that I shot and each one represented a different like insecurity or like nightmare that I go through in my life. Whoa. And so they were all named after those things that I've gone through, which was, and I'll, I'll list them. So it was like, uh, the first one was, do you give a fuck? Am I alone? Is this how it ends? Can you hear me? Why can't I feel anything? And am I good enough? Fuck, so there was those real. six names. And when I did this gallery, I was like, man, what's something, you know, because as a creative, you're always trying to think of things that, you know, up the ante and something that, you know, someone hasn't done before, right? And something different. So it's like, what if each one of these photographs had 
a song that I wrote and I'm singing on that explains some of what this piece means. Holy. You know? Yeah, yeah. So I did that and I had never recorded anything. And um, I wrote these six songs and they fucking sucked. <laughs> but from doing that, I was like, wow, this is really fun. And just like anything, you know, you're going to suck at anything most of the time when you first start. Yeah. So you can't let that discourage you. Like, I knew that, okay, I'm, I'm not good at this right now, but I'm going to just get better and better the more I do it, just like anything in life. The more that you practice, the more that you learn, yeah. the better you'll get. Yeah. And I, I would like to say that, you know, each song that I continue to put out um, shows signs of improvement and getting better to where now I'm definitely feeling like I'm competitive on the musical side of things in terms of like the quality and level of like professionalism. And I'm just trying to do my best, you know, in terms of the photography stuff, I'm definitely, I would like to say just an A1 photographer. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's how the music stuff started, man. Just from doing that Nightmares um, Fine Art Photography Gallery. How long ago was that? That was in 2019 in, in October. That's on October 26th, actually. Yeah. So it's October 26th and I didn't have any music out. Um, I put out my first song like a year and six months ago and I love it. I'm never going to stop. I'll, I'll always do photography. I'll always do music. Um, I love those two art mediums. They're fucking phenomenal. I, I, I just love it. So yeah. um, that's kind of what started it and made me realize like, man, this is so fun. You yeah. know? And it's just another form of, exp you know, expressionism through those two art mediums, you know, and I love it. Yeah. It's so sick. I had no idea that it was that recent. So now to hear the evolution, because I, it's Outcast Radio, the last song yeah, that came out, right? last song, Outcast Radio, yeah. I was just listening to that and I was like, this fucking hits. Yeah, it's so a smacker. Like, <laughs> you're saying, like, you're like, I'd like to think every song gets better. Like, to me, that was absolutely my favorite song that you've put out. Oh, yeah. And that's like pretty recent. Yeah, but two weeks ago, yeah. In in the scope of it, all of it's pretty recent. You're yeah, all of it's yeah. recent. It's been a year and six months. So yeah, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a baby in the the music side of things i'm just getting going you know? that's fucking nuts okay so then for me and, and for a listener i very intentionally when i have a guest like yourself like i like to do a little bit of a dive but not a deep dive because i think it's fun to have you explain it and yeah. me not know everything <laughs> yeah so my impression was that you came from a world of more like hip-hop photography to start right but you, am i yeah like, so take me back i guess yeah to i'll take you back to the beginning even like how me as a photographer started yes so please. um my mom is an art teacher Say. And, you know, she's always pushed art on me. I've always dabbled in the art side of things. But yeah. um, I was always into just like sports. Okay. You know, whether you it be from? like Denver, Colorado. Okay. So grew up rollerblading, skating, um, biking, playing basketball, wrestling, swimming. Like Dude, it's just super fo active, football, like doing anything. Everything. Yeah. yeah. And I was actually um, nationally ranked in the country um, in high school on the ESPN rankings. I was top 100 best like basketball players in the nation. No shit. Yeah. yeah. I guess you are kind of tall. Huh? Yeah, yeah. I'm a big guy, 6'3. And um, like I was dunking when I was in eighth grade. <sighs> I was five foot eight dunking and shit. So yeah, it was cool. But I had a knee surgery. Oh, shit. Um, and it ended my career. I had two knee surgeries, couldn't play anymore. And my mom, ends up sending me a camera in college. I, I played at Casper College in Wyoming and it was a division one junior college. Um, I couldn't go division one out of uh, high school mm -hmm. because my ACT scores didn't qualify me to be NCAA eligible, which is division one, like okay. university. So I had to go to division one junior college. Okay. And then I was going to transfer out after one year. Interesting. Um, and it was the most winningest junior college in the country. It's like one of the 
best like JUCOs for basketball. And I get there, my knee's all fucked up. I have to sit out the whole season. I come back the second season, I play one game and the same thing happens again during like practice, ends my career. My mom sends me a camera and I start like taking photos of just random shit. Um, but then I saw on Instagram, this guy named John Bourne was like painting shoes, like hand painting actual shoes, customizing them, restoring them, all that. And I was like, that's sick. I love that. You know, I've always been about fashion and everything. So it's like, I want to do that. So I order all the paint stuff, kind of figure it out. And I start painting my own shoes. And then I see that, damn, like I can really do this. Yeah. Like this is so much fun. I love this. And my teammates started to be like, yo, bro, do mine. Oh, and so shit. I started painting and they would pay me to do them. Oh, then my people God. Amazing. The, the camp, on the college campus would send me shit. And then people would ship me stuff from other oh. states. My dorm room literally just turned into like a pile of shoe boxes. You know, I was making like a hundred to uh, 200 $300 on like these shoes, depending on what people wanted. Yeah. You know, how much work it was. Yeah. And so that's the first time, too. I was like, damn, I've created my own like business and I'm yes. making money. I'm like, oh, like that's the first time registered for me. Like, I don't need to work a nine to five. And that's how I've always grown up learning. Like I never thought that I could be an entrepreneur. Or I didn't even really know about that. I was yes. like, you got to go to college and work for someone. You know? Yeah. And um, all through school, too, I was a special ed student. And um, so I, I dealt with a lot of adversity with that stuff and, uh, you know, just being picked on, bullied, just type of shit. And really? it was an interesting combination because I was a really good athlete. Yeah. But then I was also this special ed student. So there's a lot of things that people could, you know, hate on. Really? Because you know? like, okay, they don't like that. I'm good at this. So they can come on the special ed stuff and make fun of me. What you know was what special mean? ed? Just like bad grades? Just learning disabilities. Yeah. yeah. You know, and um, it, it took like a little bit longer for like, like cognitive skills to just kind of develop and everything interesting you know I mean? and school can be such a bitch like yeah people can you know be so mean about dumb shit yeah so I, I was always really talented with like you know like art and yeah. just you know athletics and stuff I and mean, just like creative and, and just any type of sense um but yeah the school schooling time was a very interesting situation for me i was literally just like a popular outcast Crazy. meaning like that weird different kid that just goes against the grind that everyone knows of but doesn't necessarily like fuck with or talk shit behind your back you know what i mean interesting so that's why yeah. like that song outcast radio was very about my school experience uh, you know what i mean so that's what that that's really all about and telling my story of like through schooling in that song outcast radio whoa that's, that's what it was it was like you know and that's what my whole brand stands for it's just like the popular outcast you know crazy. the people that for the people that people see but don't understand Wow. You know? So that's what that's all about. It's crazy too, because again, like I don't know you on this deep level, but from everything I've seen and from what you've put out, like I, I feel it and I feel how you can own what you are, but also just like own being an out like that that says that really well. Actually. Yeah, and that's I've always just been true to myself. Like I've never smoked, I've never drank, I've never tried any of those things. Like um, but yet I'm around the, all that all the time. Yeah, 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 like, yeah. I, I use the drinking and smoking that I've never done that as an example to like let people know like I'm really just about my shit. I do what it is that I want to do. Yes. Like, there's no one who's going to persuade me or peer pressure me to do something that I don't want to do. Dude, and I you love too. I mean? It's like you're covered in tattoos. Like somebody could so quickly see you and make an assumption about you and yeah. then you're just like, no, this is like Oh yeah. yeah. Bro, somebody all could be like, the time, oh, let's go oh, that, party that, that guy's whatever. heavy on the drugs. Yeah, you know, and like you're the just alcohol, like, no. but no, never, you know what I mean? But yeah, back to the photography stuff yeah so, so that, you get that's, sent a camera yeah so my mom sent to camera i do all the shoe stuff i start taking photos and i got more and more into it then i actually started doing um body art on females i would literally okay. paint on girls naked 
and do oh. these crazy cool pieces. Fun, funny story how I got into that too. I was like, man, where am I going to find a girl who's going to be down to just stand there naked for like a couple of hours and me paint her? And I was like, the strip club. <laughs> so, and I love strip clubs, man. I'm a huge strip club guy. <laughs> um, like a lot of girls I dated or friends with, a lot of them are dancers. So yeah, I just, you know, met those. That's how I started doing like the body art. Uh -huh. And then I'll take photos of, you know, them when I was done. So I was like, that's what really got me to like, dang, I like taking pictures of people. Uh, you know what I mean? And I got more and more involved in that. And then my first paid shoe ever and like my first real shoe ever too was actually for Mac Miller. What? Uh, yeah, it was crazy. It was at Red Rocks in Colorado. And I was at a nightclub, like a lounge nightclub thing. And my homie's like, yo, if you're really trying to get into photography, you should go talk to this lady named Rue Black. Okay. And so I go talk to her and I act like I was already this established photographer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's like, do you have some work you can show me? Yeah. And the day before I had done my first photo shoot ever and I showed her just those photos and she's like, you have any other stuff? And I was like, oh, I, my hard drive got stolen. Perfect. You know, so that was my <laughs> excuse, you know? And she's like, but Mac Miller's coming to perform at Red Rocks on Halloween. Have you ever done anything like that before? I'm like, fuck yeah. Damn. You know, and I hadn't. Look at so cool shit I, happening to you in October. Yeah, huh? so I uh, like had 30 days to like learn this camera really fucking What good. camera? Um, it was a Canon T5i. Dude, the amount of photographers that have gotten their start on a Canon T yeah, the something, T something camera. Yeah, the T something I. Yeah. Yes. So it started on that, man. And I was literally practicing on all my friends and random people and... um. I was sneaking into like nightclub venues to practice low lighting photography and changing oh. lights. And bro, I could not figure it out. But did you get like a strobe or anything? Or it was no, just low No, it was so light. hard to figure it out. I'd go on YouTube. I'd go into camera stores. I'd ask other photography people. And it seemed like just nobody knew how to do photography. That's so And I was nuts. so pissed by that. And um, now knowing what I know with the camera, yeah. if someone were to come to me and ask for that, yeah. in five fucking minutes, I could tell them everything they would need to know. Yeah. And I'm just like, how the fuck could no one tell me that? Yeah, like I feel like, like ISO, like people shutter keeping, speed, and aperture. Yeah, bro, and... people were literally keeping like the secret from me because they didn't want to tell me. That's and fucking... now it's funny because those same motherfuckers are like, yo, bro, you're killing it. Holy shit. You know, and I'm just like, fuck you. You know? Yeah, that's... Uh, that's a big reason I wanted to start this podcast was like, fuck the like gatekeepy, like hiding anything. Like, yeah, there's, there's enough there's, room for everyone to succeed. There's so much room for everyone to win. And then, you know, hey, it's so true. What goes around comes around. Dude. You know, so, you have you have asshole energy. You're going to get asshole energy. Yeah. You have be a good person energy. You're going to get be a good person energy back to you. You know, but you push through like you cared yeah. enough where you're like, all right, fuck this. I can't find it. I'm just going to keep messing around. And that's and that's just always been um, my demeanor. It's just like effort. You know, just the one word, effort. You know, no excuse, just produce. I always tell that all, to people all the time. Like, no excuse, just produce. Fuck with that. Yeah, man. Everyone loves to, ah, this, this, this. It's like, I, I don't want to hear it. No excuse, just produce. Plan A doesn't work. Try B, C, D, E, F. Like, just find a different route to get to the same de destination, you know? And it, especially, too, because... It's way too easy to in your head assume that something it's like, oh, I want this. So I need to do this. And then it doesn't happen like that. Yeah. And then you're just done or you quit or whatever. And it's like, no, like you're entirely capable of getting there. It's just sometimes the route to get there is fucking strange and it's yeah. not as direct. So and, like, and it's and it's literally a growing pain. You yeah. Know? Anything new is always going to hurt more in the beginning than it will down the line. Yeah. And it's so real. There's always ups and downs and, you know there's ups, downs, and turns around, turnarounds, you know? So it's like, you got to just oh, real. stick it through. And I have that happen all the time. But yeah, so, so it's you, Mac Miller. Mac Miller. Yeah, yeah, so Mac Miller. And then that led into, you know, other artists. 
Yeah. And so, and at that, you know, I think that was like 2017, 2016 or something. They're just, you know, rock, what, like this new age rock yeah. wasn't as, you know, wasn't really like a, a thing then. No. You know what I mean? So what there was to shoot were these rappers or hip hop artists or yeah. alternative rap, emo rap type stuff. You know? Yeah, so yeah. That's why a lot of the people I've shot were always those type of, you know, the new artists. And I've always been a, a, a rock and hip hop guy. Okay. I, I'm really big into 90s and early 2000s. Yeah. Rock and hip hop. So you probably found stuff like Linkin Park and things yeah, like that. Yeah, I, I mean, my, my favorite bands to, that I've grown up listening to for forever yeah. um, would definitely be like Stained. Okay. Like, and the lead singer, Aaron Lewis. I fucking love Stained. Like, God damn, I love Stained. Yeah. Um, and then Marilyn Manson, Ozzy. Yeah. Um, Deftones. Yeah. Um, like I, I love Ev Evanescence, like all that. You know Interesting. What I mean? Yeah. So, so like rock. Yeah. So yeah. that's on the, the, the rock side of things. It's, uh, you know, obviously there's the Blink-182, some 41s and stuff like that's all, all that pop punk. Yes. Grunge, 80s hair metal. Um, <clears throat> I, I love all that stuff. But then on the hip hop side of things, like the whole Eminem, 50 Cent, you know, kind of era, like those guys, like that's the hip hop stuff I really love. Yeah, as a, a photographer, yeah. though, it sounds like you didn't really give a fuck about a genre. You were just like, I'm interested in yeah. taking pictures of people. Yeah, I'm interested in taking pictures of people. Yeah. And the whole artist thing and hip hop just kind of like fell that direction. Wow. Because of the Mac Miller thing. Oh, because like yeah, that. So, like, you know, it just was a rabbit hole of like shooting all sorts of other things in that spectrum. That's where the business was. That's where people were finding value in, in me to use me. And so that happened. And then also doing a lot of... um lifestyle shoots too for fuck man i've shot campaigns for gucci puma the brand champion you know like the athletic apparel brand um all sorts of brands and people so like i i've shot everything i'm into shooting all sorts of stuff no way yeah. so on like that level as a photographer because that's like a whole side too is your work is good people are asking you to shoot but then like shooting for brands that takes a certain amount of business skill to know how to negotiate those deals and how to deliver to a professional corporation. Yeah. Where did you develop that? Um, I'm great at talking to people. Okay. And business is all about just like social interaction and just that verbal So that's been there. Yeah. You yeah, know, yeah. I don't know really where that skill was developed because any successful, like, you know, because what I'm doing when I'm talking to someone on the phone is I'm doing sales. Yes. Essentially, you know, yeah. it's a sales call, right? I'm negotiating. Absolutely. I don't know where I developed that. But um, I'm just good at just kind of the negotiation, talking and just feeling people out. And I wonder even going happen. back to like painting shoes days, like just learning yeah, like that, business, negotiating that things. That's yeah. huge. Um, that's probably 1000% where it first started of like, how do you talk with someone about like, this is, you know, paying for a service. Yeah, it's a service, it's a product, it's an art form. So that's definitely where it started for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. So, okay. So as you were evolving and leveling up as a photographer, you were also too good enough to negotiate and you were getting bigger, cooler brands, stuff like that. And then was that you being like, cool, as a photographer, I need to be in LA? Like, yeah. Was that the, yeah, yeah. Yeah. At this point, right. No music space is all just photography stuff. And, um, you know, I gotta, I'm trying to survive out here, you yeah. know? So I was like, you know, I got to shoot where people want to hire me. And yeah. At that point, it was a lot of brands yeah. and it was a lot of artists in the hip hop genre. So, you know what I mean? So, when I um, started to do my music, it was hard to find people who knew how to produce instrumentals to the sound that 
I was looking for. And also, I didn't know what sound I wanted to do. Right. I didn't right. know. You know, I'm like, damn, do I do something that's more towards like hip hop? Do I do something that's more towards rock? Like, yeah. I was like, I don't know. I was like, I got to figure that out. I have no clue. I got to see what I like and what works. You know, I know I like both things. Um, you know, I come from a, a very balanced background of, you know, both, you know, ends of the spectrum there on the, the rock and the hip hop side of things. Um, and I would even like to say now that the more polished sound that I'm, you know, where I'm currently at now developing, it's just, you know, it's just kind of some new rock stuff. You know, there's definitely yeah. similarities, obviously, in any art form. There always is. But I'd like to say where I'm going and going towards, there's definitely a lot of new elements and there's little sprinkles and dabbles of all sorts of shit. There's a lot happening in rock right now at the yeah. same time. Because there's a lot of people that, oh, did you hear pop punk's back? And you're like, yeah. well, kind of. But it's also, it got so stale that a whole generation of people that were just excited about their own things started doing something. And it's a yeah. little bit different. There's also like a lot of um, what I like to call recycled pop punk happening right now. Yeah. You know, where it's like um, taking something that was cracking yeah. and literally just saying, okay, let's just like remix that and make it sound the exact same. Mm -hmm. Which nothing, nothing wrong with that. But um, I, I'm just, my point of saying that is I think there's going to be something way bigger coming in rock that really hasn't hit yet. Yeah. Because, I you know, living that. in LA, we're definitely ahead of the waves and all that shit. But um, the actual, this whole pop punk wave or, you know, revival of, you know, rock really hasn't even hit yet. Mm. And I think in the next like two-ish years, year to two years, I mean, it's really going to hit on a way that we've never seen rock before. Because right now how it's hitting, we've seen this rock. Yeah, It's all pop punk. It's all yeah. stuff that was early 2000s. Like we've seen, you know, 90s, early 2000s. We've already seen this type of music. Yeah, And it's just being like, like I said, like almost remixed now. Yeah, But this is allowing for this you know th there's the wave that's happening now this, yeah but there's this wave that's a fucking tidal wave that's gonna come and hit i think you think back to bands and it took so much work to start a band because you so had much. to have three to five to six people that all had the same conviction the same vision the same dedication to play their instruments to write music to align to and get agree. in a van and tour <laughs> and agree yeah and now the more and more people can produce their own music and write music on a computer, yeah, the more, more you can yeah. become Nathan James, right? Yeah. It's you. Yeah. That's like people associate you. It's not the Nathan James band, whatever. And yeah. yeah, like when you go out on tour live, you'll probably bring a band, but we're seeing more of like these solo artist type yeah, rock music. And that I think opens a door for every person who's ever wanted to make music doesn't matter whatever genre or if you want to mix them if you take the time to learn, like write and define your own brand your own music your own project you have more resource than ever now to do that yourself and not rely on other people and i think that's where the renaissance will come from yeah what's great about rock is all the live instrumentation but also what's what sucks and can be hard for someone to grow in a rock and roll artist or a band is the fact that there is a band mm -hmm. because when you have five people or more than one other person, it, it's hard for, okay, everyone to agree on the same look. Because, mm -hmm. you know, things I've heard people say in bands, it's like, oh yeah, the, us three are great. We all agree and we're all look sick as fuck naturally. But these two, it's like, we have to babysit and coach. Like they don't know how to be cool. And those are just things I've heard from other people True. saying yeah. things, you know? And when you have five people to manage, there's obviously going to be more problems. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes. Um, so it makes it harder to make a band. And also if you like rock music and you're seeing like, oh, I like rock and I want to do rock. There's a lot of people like, well, 
how do I make a, how do I start a band? Right. How do I find someone who's going to be committed? Yeah. It's going to be good at what they do. And I want to do the same stuff that I do. Yeah. So, okay. I won't do that. You know, and that's what also made rock really hard to do. But now being that, you know, there can be this solo rock artist who performs live with the band and has different, you know, producers, someone doing live drums and then someone doing the, you know, the live bass or electric guitar or whatever it may be. Now it's much more of a streamlined, faster process to be able to be like, cool, I can, I can do this now. I don't have to have a five person band totally, and have to have everyone agree. And Hey, I want to do this for the video, but three people can't afford that split price. Right. Or don't want to pay that price. Right. So it made it so hard. And I think that's what ultimately like killed rock. Everyone likes to say like, you know, rock had a, this time where it died and now it's being, you know, revived again. And I think it's being revived because like we're saying is, you know, technology, yeah. social media. Yeah. And the, the solo band rock artist. Yeah. You know, so I think that's great for the, you know, resurgence of, you know, rock music because it allows it to be out there mainstream again and more people able and kids to start and learn and do their own thing you know well that and i I think that like genre elitism is stupid like there's so many kids in our generation that grew up listening to hip-hop and rap and everything in between yeah i mean in 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 our generation like if someone says they didn't they're lying because that's what (laughs) dominated the mainstream for so long exactly and that's what media and and billboards and posters that's all that was was pushed out right and i feel like there was a big like not really but like there was a little bit of like a pick aside at times right yeah and now more than ever like artists are pushing that forward where it's like how many like you see it on both sides of like hip-hop like Lil Wayne right and like into like live guitars and stuff like that and like yeah. wearing vans and shit and like yeah bits Lil of Wayne, that. Man, that that guy is so ahead of his time oh my god insane like and then you have people like MGK who held it down in the hip hop space. And then he's like, cool, here's a here's a rock album that everyone's going to talk about. You shot the cover of that. Yeah, yeah, you? I did. Yeah, it takes to my downfall. Yeah, yeah. what the fuck? Yeah, that's cool. and that's so cool. Like, that was such a pivotal piece of history that, you know, people will always talk about of like, oh, this album really like helped to rebirth, Dude, you know, you, a lot of, you know, things in the rock space. So it's cool to hear. say, you know, I, I share a little piece of that's fucking awesome it's amazing you cannot talk about like oh did you hear rocks coming back without hearing all mgk's yeah you right? can't hear we it. know that 10 years from now when you know we're talking about this time people are the the the, the name mgk is always going to pop up in the conversation and yes. the album tickets to my download right and it's also funny too like people like travis barker that have been in it forever that are behind the scenes of so much of the stuff <laughs> so and there's much. so many factors but yeah actually you shot that Which and one? The, that cover. Oh, tickets yeah. Tickets to my downfall. Tickets to my downfall, yep. So going back to you a little bit as a photographer to get fully back to the artist side. So you're moving to, you move to LA, you're shooting professionally mm-hmm. and for commercial stuff, for artists, for everything. Mm-hmm. What, like, what, was that pretty easy for you to just get here and start doing that? Like, no. had you already established yourself enough or oh, I where do you had... feel like you hit like your stride of like, I'm a successful photographer. I can live off of this. Yeah. I had a little thing going in Denver. Okay. And then I literally woke up. fucking weird. I, 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 I kid you not. I just woke up one morning. And yeah. I was like, what the fuck am I doing living in Denver, Colorado? Whoa. I was like, I can live anywhere in the world. 
and I want to live in California. Weather, women, entertainment. I was like, that's the spot, you yeah, know? So yeah. I literally bought out of my uh, um, lease that yeah. I had at my apartment, and I just moved in there. I was like, fuck this, I'm out. And I packed up my shit, put all the stuff that I couldn't fit in my car, I just left at my mom's house. Yeah. And the next day, I drove 16 hours straight to California and said, let's get it. Holy shit. Yeah, just fucking full send. <laughs> Holy shit. So yeah, then, crazy. Like, like, did that accelerate the career? Like, how early into that were you like, all right, cool, I got this? <laughs> well, I remember when I first um, moved here, I just made a post on Instagram. I was like, yo, gonna move to LA. Anyone I could like crash at their pad for a month and pay rent or whatever. Amazing. And my cousin hits me up. It's like, yo, you can stay with my mom's boyfriend. Amazing. And his name's Ralph. Shout out to Ralph. Man. Shout out if, to if, Ralph. Yo, if there wasn't a Ralph, there wouldn't be a Nathan James right now. Wow. Um, it's like that. Yeah. Because he gave me a place to, to stay. You know, I was paying $200 a month to live oh there. Oh my God. But it allowed me to see, first of all, what part of LA I want to live in mm -hmm. and to see if I can make it work out here. Yeah, yeah. And um, I remember getting to his house and he's very about like his antiques mm -hmm. his house. <laughs> and it's like the house hasn't changed in like 35 years. You know, like anything inside how very vintage and antique-ish, right? And I get in this room and I can literally wall-to-wall -to -wall touch with rocking and there's just a mattress on the floor. And I remember I sat down on that bed after a 16-hour drive and I was like, what the fuck? I was like, damn, I hope I made the right choice <laughs> What here. the fuck did I just yeah, do? Yeah, I was like, damn, I just, I just, I gotta, it's, do, it's literally float or sink at this yeah. fucking point. Yeah, And um, I made sure I was gonna float. <laughs> Holy you know? shit. And um, I spent, I remember when I first got here, I was like, I'm not gonna do any work for the first month. I was like, let me just experience. Let me just sniff around, fucking walk around, look around, feel around. Like, let me just see what's going on out here. Yeah. And then I was like, after I do that, then I'm going to, you know, grind time. Yeah. And I'm going to see, okay, now I know how to strategize, move, what I should, shouldn't do, you know? And so that's what I did. The first month I moved out here, was no work. Oh, that's just, so let interesting. Me, let, me just, let me just see it. Let me just yeah. take it in. Let me see what this is all about. I like that. I've yeah. never really heard anyone explain that or yeah, do that it, Sometimes people just want to dive in, yeah. but, you, you know, you're going to kill yourself if you dive into something you don't know. Ah. You know, so I was like, I have to know this a little bit. What were your first perceptions? It. What did you notice? I was just like, oh, I was like, damn, girls out here are awesome. <laughs> crazy. Coming from like some Yeah, I, I mean, there, feel... there's, there's great looking women everywhere, but I came down, I was like, yo, what the fuck is that? Okay. <laughs> crazy. I had never seen that before, you know? Yeah. And um, yeah, that's, that's definitely something I noticed right away. And I love the weather and I love the people. And then I knew that, being out in LA, there's, you know, there's bullshitters everywhere, but I was like, dang, you, you can meet someone here who's like, I know so-and-so, or I do this, and they really do that. I was oh, like, wow. Oh, okay, wow. You know so I mean? like the opposite of like the person that's going to lie to you, like where you're like, oh my God, that person actually does Yeah, because do you hear that all the time. And even LA, people will say they know this or that or a part of this, and they're not. Yeah. But in LA is a spot where you're definitely going to find the people who actually are too. Yeah. So that was really cool. Um, you know, the, the best creatives and entertainers, a lot of them, you know, they live out here. So I knew that business-wise and the level of art and creativity of high quality exists out here in LA. Yeah. And that's what I wanted to be myself. So I knew if I wanted to be that, my best chances of making that happen as fast as possible and as dope as possible yeah. for me and what I was doing was to be in LA. Yeah, interesting. So that's why I made that move. So, okay, so you get out here, you're doing it, all photography, and 
was it like did you have any pivot like did you go on tours with artists or like like what was no, your no, was once crazy, you started man. i would working, love to go on a tour with an artist as a you know the content creator yeah um but i've always just done little things like two days three days interesting you know I mean? little parts of shit yeah um just never <clears throat> worked out in that aspect of it but it's fine yeah no i mean, to- I mean your work like yeah, i mean clearly you it doesn't affect anything i'm doing so yeah um but when i first started i thought that would have been the coolest thing to like go on tours with the artist yeah what are some like sweet brags like as far as like the highlights of your your photography career like what Shit. are some like notable like damn you did um, that or like shot that or i mean shooting lil wayne was monstrous okay damn you shot him yeah. i was just using that as an example oh, yeah, that's no, crazy yeah. me and lil wayne did a crazy shoot and shout out to his manager mac we got a lot of like up and coming projects too that me and wayne are gonna work on and same with the other artists that mac manages you're still very active as a photographer oh, like, you are absolutely it'll, doing it'll never stop ever okay yeah, cool photo- i will always be just as much photo as i am music or music as photo but yeah man uh, i shot justin bieber for vogue magazine once um what yeah so like th- th- there's been tons of stuff the gucci campaigns um post malone i've done a lot of stuff for post uh shot that Forget this only mixtape he put out. That was August something, twenty six or something. I won't get it. And then um, shot a lot of photos that were on his like first ever March. But th- there's that one famous photo of Post Malone. Where okay, like, yeah, he's yeah. On his face and he's like with his grill. That photo helped set a lot of things off too. Yeah, there's been a lot of <clears throat> cool photo shit. Tickets to my downfall. Obviously, it's massive so number one album in the world when it dropped. So sick. That was probably the biggest thing I've shot in terms that have has a like a status success like a rank but biggest artist i've shot probably bieber and um lil wayne that's so sick that's so and post is pretty high up there yeah yeah. too yeah that that is what i wanted to hear as far as you as a photographer because i was so interested like that's such a respectable career and then tough fucking yeah motherfuckers don't know that to make money in any art is hard hard Really hard. And even in photography, it's even harder because all these motherfuckers want shit for free. Well, that and so many people have a camera. And especially yeah. now in 2021, it's like, do you do video too? And here's the trick with that, right? A lot of people do photography and videography. Yeah. But if you become exceptionally fucking undeniably really good at one thing in that photography field or, or multiple things are just really good in general, then it's like, it's either you or nobody uh, because like when it, what i'm really known for now in photography is like my in studio work mm. my headshots or anything with studio lighting mm-hmm. i'm fucking great at that mm. and people know that my price is this mm-hmm. and if you can't afford that or if you know there's a difference between being able to afford it and not wanting to pay it sure if, if y'all don't want to do that or what that's fine yeah but they know with me, you're going to get a, a level of quality and service that, you know, is really hard or not able to find elsewhere. You know right. I mean? So you, you're, maybe your successful action there was like, you got really fucking good at being like, oh, you're, you're, you're going to know Nathan Jane's studio. Yeah. You're going to see a photo scrolling on Instagram and be like, Nathan probably shot that without yeah. even knowing. Right. You know, and that right. happens all the time. Oh, did you shoot this? And I'm like, oh yeah, I did. So that was like a very successful piece that you did where you're like, I'm not going to do both. I'm going to like, I'm going to hyper like focus artist, master right? like this. Like a painter, you could like see a painter like Alec Monopoly and you know, oh, that's Alec Monopoly without even knowing Alec Monopoly did it because he's very distinguished in like a look. 
You know, yeah. when it comes to my in-studio headshot stuff, it's a very distinguished look. And honestly, like, you know, people know I like to use the different color backdrops and the headshot stuff. That was never really a thing until I started doing it. And you see a lot more people doing that now. Yeah. Um, not to say it hasn't been done before, because it has, but it became very popular in the music and the entertainment side of things once I started doing that, getting popular because other photographers and stuff saw that happening. Yeah. So I definitely like to say, hopefully I was a little bit of a pioneer in, in you know, people liking that style of taste, which is, which is cool. It's, Especially a, definitely a pioneer in like photographer rock star. Well, okay. You know? So that's the perfect transition. So it's like, clearly we have established, like you've had a very successful career as a photographer, yeah. but here you are doing both. And that's what a balance that yeah. you do not see. Thank I you. do not see photographer, rock star, photographer, any type yeah, of musician. And it was hard because I was like, okay, if I really want to do both and I'm yeah. not going to quit photography to just, just do music or just do music and quit photography, I'm not going to do that. So I was like, how do I do both? I haven't seen it. I have no blueprint to go off of. There's been no one who's really hasn't been done. And, yeah. um, you know, I'm, I'm definitely a, the pioneer of like, who was a real top-notch photographer to also, you know, doing really great stuff in like the music space too. Yeah. So I didn't know, I was like, do I call myself, like if someone explains, what are you? Right. You know, and, and it took me a while to figure out what it is, but it's photographer rock star. You know, just that's the quickest thing to explain it. Yeah. It, 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 you know what I'm talking about when I say that? Okay, he does photography and he does rock music. Yep. It took forever to figure that out, you yeah. know, but I was like, okay, that's, that's the best way to identify me. Yeah. Photographer, rock star. There's a, there's a book that I keep referencing lately. It's called building a story, uh, building a story brand. Uh -huh. And the whole thing is like, does, does your brand, does your product pass the caveman test? Can a caveman exactly. see this? And the, like, the, the I get dummy it. Test. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And it's like, if you're looking at a website, if you're looking at anything, whether you're selling a widget or a product or a service, it's like, does it pass the dummy test? So and it's like true. two words like photographer, rock star. Like, I think it does. Yeah, I think right? we're there. I hope, I hope and it, it does. It did for me. That's why we're talking. I was like, I, <laughs> I see it. So like, is that something that you put a decent amount of time and effort into? Is that important oh, for yeah. you? To, I was okay. just like, yeah. how do I, how do I balance it both? So that like, you know, it's not like, oh, he's just a photographer. Oh, he just does rock music. I was like, how yeah. do people know yeah. he is a photographer, rock star? And I was like, oh, that photographer rock star yeah you know what i mean it's like those are the two words to well i think identify. the image like i mean i don't really you know what's fucked up yeah speaking of image when Please. i was just doing photography i kind of like let myself go a little bit like i'd really? always been really into fashion like in middle school and high school yeah and then in college i just i stopped caring about exactly not that i didn't care but i was way less into the, my physical appearance interesting than i am now because well, you're behind the camera yeah you know i mean and it was because i was behind the camera and so when it came to like wearing stuff i normally wear or want to do things I, just, I didn't really care right and i and i hated that and i didn't realize i kind of let that go of me until i was like i'm gonna do music because doing music you're in front of the camera and you gotta that's part of branding is your image so yep. i was like damn it i was like damn, i kind of lost myself of like the style and dress and the things that um I've always liked and been into and I was, you know, you know, as a little kid too, sometimes you're not able to afford the things that you want to rock or wear. Yes. And I was like, damn, like I can, I can, can be how I want to be now. 
because you are a sat, like established as a photographer and you've made your own money and you have your own success, I think you now have advantages over other artists in a really cool way. Facts. And I like I don't think that that's something to be like, oh, not fair is an advantage. Like, no, that shit's earned. Like you did that. It's just a non-traditional route to I, get there. Yeah, I'm so glad that you said that's not fair thing because there's definitely people who love to talk shit on oh, he's just doing what he's doing in music because of his photography. Mm. You damn fucking right. That's an element of, <laughs> of how I got it. And motherfucker, I grinded to get that level in photography. Yes. You act like it just happened. Right. No, I'm self-fucking-taught. Fucking no mommy, daddy money. Fucking special ed student, grinder, hustler. I fucking put in those times to have those connections and have those resources and be respected like that. And now I'm trying to do that same thing in music. So you... I, I, I worked for that dude you know what that I mean? and that's fucking cool and i just i like that because like the world is really fucking hard especially yeah. if you want to be an artist yeah. so it's like the idea to take somebody like yourself where you do this art gallery and you're like damn i had a lot of fun making music maybe i should do this like do you think you're not going to use your resources like it's so, you any advantage that you have any, any advantage competitive you have, you advantage use, you'd be a fool not to <laughs> Yeah. yeah, what am I going to try to make my life harder and not use the advantages and connections that I have and resources? And that doesn't make you any lesser of an artist or no, anything like that. that. That's The whole goal in business is work smarter, not harder. We've all heard it. So any way that you can work smarter and not harder, you better utilize it. Yes. So. End of story. I'm so, I think this is so fun. I've never been able to talk to anybody about this because I've never talked to anybody that is a photographer rock star. Yeah. So. Some of the advantages that I would assume would be, one, you have your own career where you can pay for things. So as far as videos or any type of content or anything you need to, mm -hmm. you're good. You don't necessarily need a label. Mm -hmm. But then also you understand branding and image yeah. so much more than many probably would. You yeah. can look at our album art. You can look at yourself as an artist and say, how would, if as the photographer, how would I shoot them? How do I make this story? How do I tell this yeah. story? Yeah. You probably know that. Yeah, and like all my photos that I post of me, I yeah. always edit them. Interesting. So you're I, your own creative director. Uh, yeah, obviously I can't shoot it. Right. But even when I do have someone shoot it, I usually have all the settings and lighting I set up and I just need someone to be the trigger man. Wow, yeah. You know, like, hey, just press click. Yeah, you yeah. Know? So, um, and then I edit it all. So that's yeah. that's awesome. Some of the things that I would imagine you don't have an, as an advantage is just like when you couldn't find resource in the early days of getting a, having a camera and learning settings and all that, like, I mean, you're starting from square one. Like, had you played music before? Like, what was the process of learning how to write a song? Fuck, or like, do you, do it, you it, have it a was, It was so hard. Um, I had to have someone just kind of like walk me through like, this is how you write a song. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because before I started doing music, I never listened to music as like, oh, okay, here's the intro, here's the pre-chorus, here's the bridge and the breakdown. And, and you know, like I, I'm listening because I like to hear fucking music. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I never listened to it from like a writing, creating the song process. Yeah. It's like, how, yo, how the fuck do I do this? Yeah. So I had to ask people and they, you know, they help, you know, guide me along like, okay, like these are ways that songs are written. And I would imagine you had people you could ask because you've been in music and shooting yep. entertainers yep. for a long time. Yep, yep. So they they helped me with kind of structuring that out. And then, yeah. um, you know, I think my writing has, you know, improved from then. Yeah. From my first song to my newer songs. And here's a question, because this is becoming more and more common. And I don't think it's a, a 
thing to be looked down on upon at all. Like it's so cool is as an artist, you can find a producer that totally gets your sound. Yeah. How deep in it do you go? Like, do you look like, do you work with a producer? Cause I prefer yeah. to be in the studio while the producer is putting the instrumental together. Okay. Yeah. You know, because most times if someone just shows me something they make, I'm yeah. not going to fully like the whole thing. Yeah. I want to change things. Yeah. Most of the time. Yeah. So, um, but hey, it's, again, work smarter, not harder. If someone shows me something that's already done and sounds great and yeah. I love it, then awesome. I'll be like, let's rock with that instrumental. Totally. Um, but most, most of the time it's starting from scratch. I definitely co-produce some of these instrumentals too of like, yo, let's go with, with, with this sound or this pitch or let's throw in some piano here or let's, let's throw in, you know, some electric or I want to do this for the drum pattern here or, yeah. you know what I mean? So there's also that guidance aspect in the producing kind of like, like a coach, you know, right. you're the, you're, a, I'm not a phenomenal drummer. I'm not a f phenomenal guitarist, but you are. Yeah. And together we make a good team and right. I know what I want and you know how to do it. And we co-produce that together. Some of the best artists I've seen have learned programs like Adobe Suite and shit like that. And they have no technical knowledge, but they have the vision. They say this image, this color grade, this, whatever, it needs to look like this. And they just have that. Yeah. So maybe they need somebody who has a little more technical expertise to move sliders and get it there, yeah. but they see that vision. Mm -hmm. And that I think is like the artist, right? Like if you Huge. see that, so that's like, that's something like, I know a lot of technical stuff with certain elements and, of and, whatever. And even to add to that, add to that, some motherfuckers can shred on guitar. Yeah. But when it comes to making up an original instrumental, right. they can't do it. Yeah. But they know how to play anything. Yeah. You know what I mean? So everyone has a different, um, strengths and i learned this from kanye west well in my own words what yeah, i took go. from it is yeah, yeah, yeah. don't try to be a hero in everything yeah you know know what you're good at yeah and find specific people who are really great at those other things it's like a basketball team yeah. right like there's a point guard you have a center a shooting guard right like let people play their role if you're a point guard don't try to be a center right if you're a center don't try to be a point guard right? Like know what you're good at, be fucking great at it yeah. and let other people be great at their parts. Team. So you know I mean? well and, said. You know, when, when everyone's really great at what they're, you know, when the team's really great at their specific things, yeah. that's how you get a fucking amazing product. Yeah. You know, so that's good. You don't need to learn everything. Yeah. When I was starting music, I was like, I need to learn how to record myself. I need to learn how to make my own uh, instrumentals, all this. And it's like, I am, you know, learning those things. Yeah, you will but, by proxy. You know, there's people who will be better at that no matter how much time and effort I put into it. Right. And you got to know when to let people play their role. That's so cool, though. As far as the crossover and as far as doing both, as you're now doing it, and like, I think I'm so excited for the art artist project because it's, I didn't realize it was this early and it's good already. Thank so I'm you, curious I, to I see really where appreciate you go. That. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, bro. I appreciate it. But like where are there bits of it where you're like, oh, this is cool. I can basically copy paste what I've learned as a photographer and do this and it's great. And then are there bits where you're like, oh, fuck, back to the drawing board. Like yeah, what's this process There's been definitely like? stuff that's transferable information. Yeah. You know, what, what, what's what, what worked then? in photography will work in music, you know, whether like it's a creative process or a business thing or a strategy. Yeah. There's a lot of that transferable information that will move from one to the other. Yeah. Um, but there's always new stuff, man. You yeah. think something's going to work and it's going to be great. And hey, if I 
if I do this or if I do that, this, this, this should work. But you, you just, you ultimately never know until it's out and you right. see what the results are. You, I would put you in this new category of like the new wave of rock. And in that new wave of rock, I don't think you need to sit down with a band of five dudes to write your song. You can sit down with a producer. You can sit down with whoever you creatively jive with. Mm -hmm. You also don't need a label. Yeah. Now, I'm not saying you don't, you can't because there are labels that are doing amazing things, but I just think you're in a really cool pocket where with your understanding of the industry already from a career that you're already in and doing and the people that you've met through that, I'm sure you have friends that are happy to support you and like that you can ask questions, but it's like, I just feel like it's kind of this choose your own adventure right now where yeah. as you build you could continue to do this independent. You could do it with a team. Like you have a really cool spot right now. Yeah. I mean, just us even talking about it kind of makes me even realize more. Um, yeah, it is. It, I guess it is a interesting position. You know, what's crazy is sometimes you can think a team will make your life easier, mm -hmm. but sometimes that can distract you from realizing that you're better off handling certain things yourself. Yeah. You know, so that, that can be tricky. You know, you might think, hey, I need this person to do this for me. Yeah. So I don't have to do it. Yeah. But sometimes in doing that, number one, they might care less. They're not really passionate about it. And they might not be as good at doing that as you are. Yeah. Well, so that, that's, that's, that's tricky too. So it's like I definitely think, handle on your own what you can, yeah. but also keep in mind time. Time is the most valuable thing we have. So if you can save time and not sacrifice quality, mm -hmm. good. Mm. But if you're sacrificing quality and time, then you got to re-hit re the drawing board because save time, don't lose quality. That's yeah. the biggest thing. Save time. Don't lose quality. Ooh, you know, I like that. Yeah, it's, you got to look at any business thing. Is how am I going to save time and yeah. not lose quality? Well, it's a very pan-determined conversation we're having here because, like, on one side, you're advocating know your role, have your team, and I completely agree. On the other side, it's like do what you can, and and maybe you don't always need everything. Exactly. So it, it is. Don't, don't think you you need right. Everything. You know, there's going to be things you get better at. So yeah. But definitely, and, and there are those people out there who can, you know, produce smacker instrumentals, play every fucking instrument, um, engineer themselves, mix master, market. There's people who can, can do those things. Yeah. You know, most people, you know, can't. Right. And so know when, hey, is this worth my time? Right. Short term or long term. Yeah. To spend all this time and energy learning this. Yep. Or is it better spent somewhere else? Right. And that's that's the tricky part. You got to know, okay, I really need to spend a lot of time to to learn this and get good at this or hey, you know what? I that that's not where my time is best spent right now. Or it's just not a natural strength. Yeah, or like, it's not yeah, a natural yeah. strength either or, yeah. Which is 100%. totally fine. Yep, totally. Because fine. where you have an advantage in some places, you don't have it all, right? Yeah. Like maybe not every artist or every band would know like perfect vision of how an artist should be as an image or the creative direction side that you probably have on lock at this point. But it's like, okay, cool. So maybe they have way better production or like way better recording knowledge or instrumental skills. Yeah. So it's kind of, I feel like it's like a given trade, but that was again, so much of what I wanted to talk about. in this is just like, how fucking cool is it that you've successfully done both? And 
where this crossover is. Yeah, that's a, that is kind of fucking cool. I, I'm I'm kind of seeing that like right now. I'm like absolutely that, intrigued like, by. Yeah, it. you know, there there is a little bit of. I mean, definitely on the photography side, yes, there's you know the success to it, and now even the music too. There's some success happening that's like legitimate, like cool shit where both are coming together. And I'm I'm a humble guy, and I'm I'm I always try to be very honest and real. If I'm good at something, I'll say I'm good at it. If I suck at something, I say I suck at it. Yeah, you know? and I'm trying to get better at it. Yeah, um, and I'm just just trying to be the the best artist and and person I can be. I'm not trying to be be an asshole or or i I just want to be honest yeah and sometimes people don't like honest opinions especially if they're directed towards themselves and there's things that i'm honest with myself that i don't like you know um that i wish i was better at or more skilled at but you know don't run away from you know challenges or things that you know you can improve on yeah all of us have all of us have flaws all of us have weaknesses, but in return, we all have strengths. Yeah. So that's you really can always well improve on all sorts of shit, you know? That's really well said. So I guess my my question to almost conclude it then is like, as this artist that you are, what do you see next? Like what's ideal for you next? Like it seems like you're putting a lot of focus on really doing the the rock star side of it. Yeah. Um, I mean, the the photography, like hopefully I live a long life, right? And at the end of my life, I would love to say like, wow, I'm a very notable and respected photographer and, you know, galleries and just, you know, very high valued work. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's, a, there's a high demand for, for what I did. I, yeah. I would love to be there on the photography side of things. And then on the music side of things, same thing. I'll, I would love to go down. I was like, man, that guy was a pioneer of doing this photographer rock star shit um great artist good message you know stood for the popular outcast for the misfit um puts a good message into the world and you know i want to help change people's lives for the better you know through my music and my art so if i could you know die one day of achieving those both things then home run you know that that'd be the that'd be the win fucking love that dude oh yeah that's so fucking cool (laughs) Yeah, that's a lot, lot of the story now. You know, the rest is um, to still be written. Yeah. You know, so I just got to keep staying focused and just every day, like brick, a, a brick by brick process. And some days you lay down one brick and some days you lay down 10, you know, like yeah. speed of success can happen brick by brick or it can happen house by house, you know? Yeah. So it just depends. So fucking cool, dude. Yeah. Thank you for doing this. Yeah, thank you, brother. I appreciate it. This was great. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. There you have it. The Nathan James podcast. I cannot wait to watch him continue to blow up on the artist front. I'm so excited for him. And I think it's so cool that he's been able to do both so well. And I hope that's inspired y'all to think about your own creative careers and know that really anything is possible and you can kind of break rules and define your own path. So that's what I took away from this episode. I hope it got you thinking and scheming and inspired out of your mind. And if it did and you're here at the end and you want to help me and help anyone else get inspired and learn and enjoy this, 
do me the favor of sharing this podcast with anyone you know that you think would like it. That's either texting them or sending it to them directly or just posting on your socials. Share it on Instagram. If you want to go above and beyond, there is a Where Are All My Friends Patreon. A lot of time and money goes into making these episodes and I do it purely as a passion project and I would love for it to grow to something that I could do just full time. So that's patreon.com slash where are all my friends. I think that just about says it. Thank you as always for listening to the podcast. Let me know who else you want to hear from and I'll be back next week with another episode.